jinkies. Oh, what's that gross book made out of skin? It's not a book. It's a tome made out of skin. Ew. What's it say? Behold the collected apocrypha of Stacy Ponder, the writer for Final Girl. And Anthony Hudson, the programmer for Queer Horror. And together they are... Oh my god! Don't read it out loud! Don't read it out loud! of Dark And we're here. <gasps> here live. Live in the underworld. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so hot here. It really, truly is. Somebody turn down that AC. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, so, this episode, we're going to talk about a movie I kind of never thought I would watch. And a movie that I kind of only ever wanted to watch. <laughs> yeah. Rob Zombie's. <laughs> Lords of Salem. Oh, I'm so excited for this, Stacy. Well, okay. I when House of a Thousand Corpses came out back oh, in the day, yeah. I I feel that horror was not in the best place. Uh no, it was kind of like a shitty crapshoot. It was a say. shitty crapshoot. Yeah, and you know, and then when I heard, oh, Rob Zombie's making a horror movie, I just thought he's gonna save the genre. This is going to be incredible. I can't wait to see what he does. Did you really? I, oh, my God. <laughs> I really did think that just because it's like nobody really like I just I, thought he would know what was up. Yeah, I guess the alternative was like what had, had urban legend and all that already happened at that point or were we past? Yeah, it was like past that. And we were going into like like r- jump cut editing like. Yeah, like uh, Platinum Dunes was, Platinum on, the, Dunes and, and was movie, on the way. Movies and like everything, Venom. Everything just felt, yeah, it all just felt kind of toothless. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, gummy, gummy, really. Gummy. It was gum. Everything was gummed up. It's just you know? gnawing at you. Yeah, and I just thought, he looks like a scumbag, and I mean that in like a nice way. <laughs> you know what I mean? He just looks like a guy who's going to fucking get it. Yeah, and yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, he's like a rockabilly vegan, so like... <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> kind of obnoxious and, on all counts, but like with some style. Right. I admit I like Dragula. Oh, I love Dragula. <laughs> <laughs> For me, um, I am a deep Sherry Moon zombie fan because of, oh, of Living Dead Girl, uh, the video for that. Ah, yes. And that whole, like, you know, I like that he was doing that, like, cabinet of Dr. Caligari aesthetic. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, yeah, I I came from a similar place with House of a Thousand Corpses with my expectation before it got put in development hell for, like, what, three years? Because... Yeah, something like that. Universal was like... it was trash. Yeah, they were like, what do we do with this movie? (laughs) Yeah. But I was like, oh, this is going to be so interesting. No one's doing what I think he's going to do. This is going to be great. Yeah. And then I go to the theater and see it like opening weekend. And I was like, what has he done? (laughs) Like, I hated it so much. I really hated it. It's, it's, I mean, I enjoy it on a, just a purely camp, uh, what the hell is happening level. Mm, um, yeah. But I should state the disclaimer that I always state before any time I talk about Rob Zombie, which is I am the world's premier Rob Zombie apologist. 
And yeah. as a queer person and a film programmer, that causes me a lot of uh, internal questioning and grief. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I definitely like I, I with House of Thousand Corpses, I was very drawn to Karen Black, of course. And well, yeah, and Sherry Moon and and yeah. and lo and behold, Dana Fairbanks from the L Word. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he. But it I is will terrible. Say, it's like, terrible. All of his stuff has great casts. Oh, like, yeah. Even the garbagest garbage. So, like, I I didn't like that. <clears throat> and then Halloween came out, and I was like, "Well, I have to see this." Clearly, yeah. Good God. <laughs> was God good that day? <laughs> God was very bad that day. <laughs> That's bad, God. Bad. Yeah. When there was one set of footprints, it's because I hung myself. <laughs> like <clears throat> that's how bad God was that day. Wow. Yeah, I just I hated that. I hated Halloween too. I hated the Devil's Rejects, and I was like, "That's it. I'm done." He is not for me. That's all of it. Yeah. Except, oh, you know, and then if you, you like it, that's fine. I didn't see the wrestling one. <laughs> What's the wrestling one? <laughs> there's one with the there's a, a lucha libre oh the cartoon yeah. oh yeah okay yeah, yeah it's a cartoon see i don't even i that's all i know is it's wrestling <laughs> yeah the cartoon is pretty bad except Teresa Tana did a voice in it so i'm that oh, i'm that person that's like well you know the 90 minutes were insufferable but the one second that Teresa Tana's voice was in it like <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. See, his casting is amazing. And my thing has always been, I do kind of like his aesthetic. He does know how to use a camera, you know, and like set up shots oh, yeah. and stuff. Just his scripts are a pile. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're always pile. like, Jimmy, so. you son of a bitch. Eat your, eat your chili beans. Tootie fruity, tootie fruity, tootie fruity, tootie fruity, tootie fruity. Like, okay. Like, I just, it's just... Oh, it's not for me. The first time I, in my later, in my, uh, my later early youth, I went, (laughs) I went back to House of the Thousand Corpses and I decided I loved it because of the Dr. Satan sequence. Um, (laughs) and then, and then I went to go see Devil's Rejects and I hated Devil's Rejects so much. And I remember the tootie fucking fruity was like the main reason why I hated it. Um, and then, like, years later, I went back and watched it again. And then I really kind of loved it because I was like, oh, wait, this movie is just The Empire Strikes Back, but Rob Zombie's version of it. <laughs> so for some reason, I, I loved that one. Uh, I did not. I was not a fan of the Halloween remake. I actually do like the second one, bizarrely enough. Um, once again, because of Sherry Moon. And uh, I like that he... Ooh. I like that he asked the question of like, oh my God, I sound so stupid. Rob Zombie, he goes there. He asks the questions. (laughs) But like he asked that question of what what does it look like for a final girl who's living with like severe PTSD? And I felt like he tried to do that with the second one. Um, Yeah. Like, because not many movies really do that except like, yeah, like H2O, like we talked about and... Yeah. And H4O and... (laughs) H4O. And only Halloween sequels. Yeah, but that's about it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then, yeah, lo and behold, I find out that Rob Zombie is doing a little witch movie called Lords of Salem. And and I was like, no, 
No. Oh. No. I saw the poster of Sherry Moon Zombie in the like <laughs> fucking Hot Topic Susan Powder white girl dreadlocks. <laughs> Hot Topics. <laughs> Right. She was in the dreadlocks and the skull makeup and, her, and like, like a sweater. Yeah, her her black and white striped sweater and her upside yeah, down and crucifix I was like, on her head. And a, yeah, and I was like, hmm. And then there was an echo in my head. Tootie fruity, tootie fruity. And I was like, no, no. We're coming no. for you, Stacey. We're coming for you, tootie fruity. Meanwhile. And I saw the cast list. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, no, no. The fact that I hated everything else. <laughs> fight it, like, no, fight I'm, it, fight it, fight it. Yeah, I'm not going to see it. I might, You know what? I'm aware of my mortality at this point. I only have so many minutes left in my life. It could be Do the I want to spend them on this? Yeah. I, meanwhile, I was printing out images of every actress announced in the cast and putting them, <laughs> putting them on my vision board. <laughs> but why? They were already in the movie. Because <laughs> there's no need for answers in the world of Rob Zombie. That's true. Well, that's true he asks the questions man That's, he doesn't he ask the questions everyone else is too afraid to answer <laughs> that doesn't make any sense but it's not my job to explain <laughs> that's literally like i think every pitch session he's ever been through yeah, <laughs> yeah. remember when he was gonna do the blob whatever happened with that oh yeah yeah i forgot about that that was like right before lords of salem he was gonna do the blob yeah yeah and then he was gonna do that like movie about some hockey people that wasn't a horror movie but then that he couldn't get it funded so then he made 31 which i actually is the one movie of his i do truly hate um i won't eat that one i know i'm not going near oh it's so but bad i i just it does not interest me at all and that one once again amazing cast like uh, a a lesser cast but like judy geeson comes back from lords of salem as does meg foster and Meg Foster's amazing, but like once, but she surprisingly doesn't get a lot to do. Like, if anything, watch that movie for E.G. Daily, but everything else is Ugh. trash. I just, I can't. I don't think I can do it. Oh yeah, I don't think I can do it. I would, I would never recommend it to you. Lords of Salem. I Lords of Salem. I finally cracked. I finally was like, I'm in a good place. I've let go of my tutti frutti past. <laughs> Did you have a nice tea? A nice calming tea. I had a nice calming tea. <laughs> I put dreadlocks in my hair. Oh, good, good. In tribute, you know. <laughs> that explains the and... Polaroids I received. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I can't resist this cast anymore. And I can't resist witches anymore because witches are what really get me going nowadays. Thank you. Same. So I watched it and... Survey says... Survey says I really love it. Yeah! Oh, I'm so happy! <laughs> Which I can't even, like, it feels like I'm speaking another language to say that. I know, I can hear, like, the reservations in your soul as you say it. <laughs> yeah, those words come out and it's like ectoplasm. It's like the cover of a haunting in Connecticut. Yeah, you just... <laughs> <laughs> I locked it! <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird but you know what it was a good time it is a it is a rollicking roller coaster of witchy goodness i have to say it is and that cast i mean i we saw it in the movie theater opening night it was it was like we had just finished our um because you know jason and i 
my my partner, which is such a strong word, and I <laughs> had had uh, we I think we were just graduating, or like it was right before we graduated. But I remember we finished a lot of stuff for our finals, and we went to the mall. We were one of no, we were two of three people in the movie theater. The third person was mm. our friend that came with us, and oh. Yeah, empty movie theater. And they both, like, weren't really into it. And I was beaming the whole movie. I was just glowing with pure happiness. <laughs> the, it was... Uh, the movie really gets me. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a little trashy and from a small town like I am. But it's inf- <laughs> infused with a core of, like, ladies of a certain age worship and uh, satanic feminism. And yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah, that's all I care. That's why, like, thinking about it in contrast to the... I mean, granted, my opinions could change when I see Halloween H4. Yes. Let me just say... Yeah, everything could shift. But thinking about, like, why I'm not excited about a slasher movie versus why, like, a witch movie really... It's just... It's just the way the world is right now, and it's kind of what I need Mm -hmm. right now, and the way I react to it. And it's like, a slasher movie is just, like... Okay, a dude killed some women. Like, is this CNN or is yeah. this John Carpenter or what? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's I it's too it. real. Versus, like, with with dirt witches or satanic feminist witches or or any of that. Like, it's um definitely like this. The power fantasy. For yeah, me right now. yeah, it's a power fantasy. It's like it's this idea of going back and just rejecting everything and just like crawling yes. into the mud and being gross <laughs> and just like yeah, <laughs> just like eating eating the eating your senators in the street <laughs> and yeah, exactly. Playing like these these women who are persecuted like just for doing their thing yeah and they just reclaim grossness yeah and they're just naked and filthy or hot when they want to be and they just get their revenge Mm -hmm. on the establishment like on all these squares and if they have to they will come back from beyond the grave to do it yeah they don't give a fuck yeah they won't stop and that's that's like um they're kind of like uh glenn close and fatal attraction (laughs) Yeah. It will never stop. Minus the perm. Yeah, minus the perm. It will keep going and going until you come to your senses. But like, <laughs> exactly. That's how. Yeah. That's why. That's why I loved um, the witch too. Uh, is because yeah. you know, I spent. Oh my god! Every every second leading up to actually seeing the witch, I was so nervous that it was gonna just be like a shitty dude centric psychological thriller where there are no witches. And like, oh yeah, you know, there's just this idea of a witch, and then, and then obviously, like, you know, the woman would get hanged at the end, or something awful would happen to her. And then I sit there, and like, first scene, I see, you know, Christian baby being murdered, <laughs> and then, yeah, <laughs> and then by the end of the movie, she's killing her family, and she's going off to join a a, a liberated book club, and I, <laughs> and I was just—it was just like Lords of Salem. I was glowing in the movie theater. Yeah. I was so happy. Um, yeah, because it's—it's that just rejecting all of that Christian patriarchal Western dude-centric bullshit and going back to just this fierce, like, kind of uh, instinctual, gross woman. <laughs> I don't know. I—I I love yeah, it. Yeah, just doing like exactly what you want to do. Yeah. And not listening to anybody yeah. else. And it's just it's so just what I need right now because everything is so horrible all the time. Yeah, it's awful. Everywhere. That it just feels really great to see Meg Foster, like, 
filthy and naked and disgusting and just be like, ah, I'm going to kill you. And then she does. No, she, and she's so good at it. <laughs> oh my God. She's so amazing like, in this movie. Th- that, I mean, for, I can't remember. Is the, does the movie start? I remember we talked about this briefly. Does the movie start with the shot of Sherry Moon? Uh, it starts like with with Meg Foster. Foster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like when the movie opens, and the first thing you hear is "In the name of Satan." I was like, "Yeah," <laughs> I'm like, "You speak my language." Yeah, I was like, "Turn on the metal. I am here. I have landed. I have come home." Oh my yeah, god! I because I knew she was in it, and then I was like, "Who is that behind all that dirt?" And I I was like, "It's Meg Foster." She's <laughs> unbelievable that voice that she's doing like she's scary she like she's terrifying and alluring and terrifyingly alluring and it's and just amazing it's a very small role also like at the same like for having so much presence it is like i think she has like less screen time than like beetlejuice has in beetlejuice like she has a very (laughs) tiny amount of screen time but she and just like the, even when she isn't speaking, but like you just see her just standing in like a hallway. Yeah, like in the kitchen. Oh, hanging out. I I am like yeah. I'm like getting goosebumps just because I love this movie so much and everything that happens yeah. in it that I'm gonna have goosebumps the whole time we talk about this. So yeah, no, it's really it's uh, like I said, if I was if I saw that when I was like twelve. It would have scared me half to death. Like it's got some genuinely scary stuff. In yeah, it. it's upsetting. Yeah, uh, which is great. It's nice because I I feel like he's kind of, there's kind of some like um, early uh, The Tenant slash Rosemary's Baby, like Polanski sort of uh, visual visuals in there. Um, But, but it's also like really done from this, like, it's kind of slow and thoughtful at the same time. Like, I think it's the most thoughtful Rob Zombie movie. Like there's mm-hmm. kind of he sort of has an emotional core that he's built into it. You really you actually sort of care about the characters over time. Yeah, um, which is weird. Yeah, yeah. Like I thought, I thought <laughs> as annoying as I wanted to think all the actors were with the morning zoo. I actually really liked their how they got along, and I I love Kim Faree. Um, oh yeah, of course. But yeah, I thought like oh he's doing a great job, and then of course we have the modern day coven. Yeah. Oh my god. And gosh. you could not ask for a better trio of actresses. When you, I mean, this is the thing. Maybe I need to. I mean, maybe I just need to put Rob Zombie in the plus column because it's like you have Meg Foster and Dee Wallace for me as witches. Yeah. Like the dirty witch and the clean. Uh huh. Like, yeah. The what more do I really the need? The inspirational life coach witch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's just so amazing. She was great. She was. So, that's what I like. Is like. Uh, it was just. I'm just kind of blown away by how much I like. Doesn't it, honestly actually doesn't Dee Wallace actually do that in addition to acting now? Like, isn't she also like a psychic life coach? I think. Oh really? Because I, I kind of heard like you know Kelly McGillis McGinnis in in Innkeepers. Like I heard yeah. that she was playing like a a veiled version of Dee Wallace today. Oh really? So I, I did not. know I wonder that. if Dee Wallace's character is like maybe the closest depiction to her real self in Lords of Salem. God, just this. You know, I mean, that's the one thing I do like about horror, like directors, is like even when the movies aren't great, they'll give roles to like 
these women who were in the movies they loved when they were oh young. yeah and i mean say i mean like say what you will about any rob zombie movie like his like you were saying you know his casting is always so spot on and what i love about him is that he really he really seeks out actresses like especially ones that really don't kind of get celebrated in horror anymore like from the 70s and from the 80s who are like middle-aged or past that um yeah and it's awesome to see it's mm-hmm. awesome to see mm-hmm. meg foster and judy geeson and patricia quinn and and like ugh, there's so many amazing women in this movie barbara crampton, barbara crampton who for a, split, a second. split second but she had a whole deleted scene as did lisa marie who is a deep root for me as martian girl in mars attacks um uh, I need to I need to see those deleted. Scenes. Oh, I know, I know. I want to see what else. I'm like, can you just assemble all of the original movie together and just give it to me? It's <laughs> like, so right? So, <laughs> just give so it to I us, just, please. We'll do we'll do the commentary track. Oh wow! <laughs> oh, I love when she just did that. Oh, oh rewind it, rewind oh. it. <laughs> Remember when this happened? It, it immediately goes out of print. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, it's so good. Oh, yeah, because I didn't, when I, after this, I was like, man, Meg Foster, she's so great. And I looked her up for whatever reason, because I was like, is she in 31? And I was a little tempted, but I know that I just can't no, do it. No, it's terrible. But I found, I found some Meg Foster trailer. Oh, my God. Can we? Can we? Can we? It tickled me. Okay. Hopefully it'll tickle you as well. Well, this I had no idea. Cagney and Lacey. She's... You know, isn't she? She was the original Cagney. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I remember reading that somewhere. That's crazy. What yeah. happened? Well, she wasn't the original original. Originally, it was a TV movie, and Loretta Swit was the original. Cagney. Oh, God bless Loretta Swit from Ride uh, Ride with the Devil. Yeah, and from Mash, Mash and of yeah, hot, hot Lips Hula yeah. Hand. Yeah, so that was for a movie. Then they did a limited series, and they had Meg Foster as Cagney. But then when it went to full series, they replaced her because they thought she was too aggressive and too likely to be perceived as a lesbian. Oh my god, what? <laughs> J- so they replaced her with Sharon Glass and tried to like sex up. Wow. You know, Jason said that because um, we talk about Meg Foster all the time and he actually wrote an essay about this for like his painting class once in school. But I guess like her eyes were considered too scary for people too. Um, yeah. So it like because <laughs> she has those beautiful like shocking ice blue eyes. Um, yeah, they're like see through. Yeah, they're they're like they're like the kind of eyes that so many drag queens wear as contacts that really annoy me. But on Meg Foster, it's that's actually how she looks, and it's incredible. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and that's so weird. I can't believe one. I can't. I love that she was Cagney, and I wish that continued through the entirety of my life. Um, yeah. Two, who knew that Cagney and Lacey had such a media empire? <laughs> and so. No kidding. They were like the original Marvel. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was the original Cagney and Lacey universe. Yeah, the shared universe. Oh, my God. (laughs) But also, who knew that someone else playing opposite Tyne Daly would be the one considered too aggressive and lesbian? That's so funny. Like, you're playing against Tyne Daly, who's (laughs) like Rosie O'Donnell without the joke. (laughs) Or the Kush balls. By def or the Kush balls. <laughs> by definition, 
We're looking Tommy. at an aggressive lesbian. I love Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tommy, where are you? Tommy, where are you? Rosie, do, do any of us believe you? Nobody. I mean, even the like straightest Christian housewife was like, really? Yeah, she's like, mm, let's talk. Uh, come on now. <laughs> what else you got in your Meg Foster bag of tricks? Oh, that was pretty much, that's my only That's trick. your trivia? But I just was, <laughs> that was, <laughs> you call that trivia? But it just, to me, it was like just uh, such a good example of why television is a failure. Why it's trash. Like you could have had this great character who maybe people would think she was a lesbian. That would have been great. It's always so funny when whenever you find out the reason why they didn't go with stuff because it's like too edgy or too whatever. I'm like, but that's literally all I want. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm always like, what's wrong with that? Nothing. Yeah, if you had, if you had gone with that choice, maybe you would be a hero and revered as a cultural icon for making amazing decisions. But no, exactly. Maybe my Cagney and Lacey fan fiction would have a little more basis in reality. Yep. yep thank you. <laughs> But I mean, it's not even like, I mean, it was just the idea. It just kills me that it was like the people that the idea that people might think she was a lesbian. Do you know what I mean? It's not, I'm sure that it wasn't like, hey, Lacey, I went down to the muff diver today. And I, you know, it was just like her mannerisms. Like they couldn't even think she was a lesbian. I'm sorry. Can we? <laughs> Can we rewrite the pilot for Cagney and Lacey and get Meg Foster to read it? Because I I feel like if she did 31, she would do that. It's not too late. Let's let's have a reboot with Meg Foster as Cagney and I don't care who is Lacey. Like, it could be anybody. Rosie O'Donnell. O'Donnell. That's fine. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And... And she still won't, we won't say she's a lesbian, but you might get that idea. We'll probably get a lot of angry letters saying she's too aggressively, potentially lesbian. This is this is a, yeah. a real problem. Hey, Lacey, you look closer to fine today, <laughs> if you know what I mean. With her, like, feathered hair and her glowing eyes. <laughs> yeah, her mullet, her feathered mullet. Oh, I oh. love her. Yeah, whereas this is honestly like, this is a thing too where I get so annoyed with like um, prestige films and like prestige, because obviously Lords of Salem is never going to win an Oscar. Um, What? It's not too late. It's not too late. Come on, nominate this micro budget (laughs) movie that got filmed like four years ago in a shelf or two. (laughs) Change.org. Sign my petition. Come on, come on, people. We're going to change the wave. But like, Meg Foster, it truly deserves all the awards for this movie, as as yeah. does Patricia Quinn for her iconic scene in which she answers a telephone. <laughs> and yeah, and it's like it's very rude for you to call at this yeah. time, or whatever she says. <laughs> <laughs> I just love too, like the oh my god, all the scenes with them when they. When they when when um Heidi slash Sherry Moon first meets uh her landlady's friends and they're like just like getting drunk and looking at tarot cards and they're just like threatening her subtly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My God, I want to be friends with yeah, them so bad. That, that is like the shady little coven that I just seek out every day of my life. 
Just a, a shady coven. Just giving giving passive aggressive palm readings. Yeah. 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 Mm, looks here like maybe you've put on a pound or two. Mm. <gasps> That's all I want. I gotta go. <laughs> See y'all later. Oh, she didn't mean anything by it. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, what we were talking about the, was the first time you see Sherry Moon Zombie in this oh, film. Yes. She's like completely naked. The camera does it. She's laying on her stomach on a bed, naked but for knee highs. Naked of course. but for knee highs. Because, you know, either, okay, this is the thing. Either she took all of her clothes off, and then when it got to the knee highs, she was like, eh, close <laughs> enough. Or. She was getting dressed and put her knee highs on. Was like, no, I'm tired, and she just laid down before she finished it. <laughs> and off. her character wasn't hadn't relapsed on the drugs yet, so we couldn't we couldn't no. blame it on like a, a drug fatigue or anything like that. Exactly. Yeah. So the camera like pans up slowly, and at first I was like, oh my, are you kidding me? This is so egregious nude. This is such egregious nude. Uh-huh. But then I was like, you know what? It's Rob Zombie's wife. He loves his wife and he thinks she's really hot. And she yeah, is. Yeah, she is. So I'm like, I'm going to just, I like it. it. Is, yeah, I'm with you. It doesn't, in the film, it doesn't change that it's really egregious and totally unnecessary and silly. But yeah. the motivation behind it, I'm like, all right, that's that's cool. He loves Yeah, it does feel, it totally feels out of place. Unlike, unlike Meg Foster's nudity, which is shocking but completely um deserved and appropriate i think because yeah, it, it yeah. shows you just the brutal i don't want to say her nudity show demonstrates brutality but like she's so um she's just a brutally honest witch and character um right that whole coven, like the scene where the the women are like coming down the hallway yeah. or whatever, and they're all naked and it's like all these different body types yeah, like real bodies and everything too. Like real, real actual bodies. Yeah. It was really, great. which is amazing. It's like wow. Yeah, and it's yeah. not. It's not like it's not like a James Wan. Like all the gross witches are like actually played by old men. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> right. Yeah. Or it didn't feel also like. I mean, and maybe this was just my eyeballs reacting to it but it didn't feel like look how gross these no are. it was ne- it never like none of it even with the Meg Foster character it was more like. These women are gonna fuck. Yeah, you up. yeah. It's it has nothing to do with sexuality, um, or 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 trying to yeah. be gross or tit or titillating. It's just like they are fiercely of themselves and do right. do don't yeah. even need your trash capitalist clothes. Like <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but like versus James Wan, where it's like, oh my god, an old woman is scary. Yeah, here it's like an old woman is scary, but it's because she's powerful and she hates you. Yeah, and she's going to make you bleed. Yeah. Not just because, like, she's so creepy. Yeah, Ooh. Even though she, like, was, even though she was creepy, but it was more of a, like, I don't know. See, that's that's where I'm like, is it just my eyeballs and my own prejudices and all that? But she was, like, really menacing. Yeah. In a good way. But I was so behind yeah. it. Oh, yeah. It's it's so funny because it's a it's a it's a thriller. I think it's more of a well, it's a horror movie. It's a thriller too. But like it's it's um uh, where the villains are really the protagonists. <laughs> like you're yeah. really with them the whole time. It's like it's kind of sad yeah. to see what happens to Heidi and see her descent um, 
But at the same time, it's like, well, she's just going to join a new book club. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I mean, she'll probably have a better time once you get past the beginning of it. I mean, I do feel like the I mean, it is on on the one hand, it's just your standard witch story. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. I mean, and he minds like, oh, witches get burned and they're angry. And then another woman has to give birth to an antichrist. Yeah. Yeah, There's once again the the birthing scene, which uh, really we don't need it's just like rape revenge movies. Like we just don't need any, any yes, more. Yes, thank you. Like I just, I see a preview. Like I'll hear, oh, this rape revenge movie is really great, and I'm like, well, okay, but you gotta get through all the rape yeah. first before you get to like. Just give me the yeah, good stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give me the yeah. you know. And so I'm like, all these satan, like House of the Devil. I'm like, I love this movie. I love this movie. Oh, she had a yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Or like the witchery. Have you ever seen witchery with uh, Linda Blair? Of course and I have. <laughs> At the end, when the woman, of course, gives birth to a uh-huh. devil baby, and the doctor is like, "Don't worry, Miss." She wakes up in the hospital, and the doctor is like, <laughs> "Don't worry, Miss. You're fine, and your baby's fine." And the movie ends. She turns and says, "My baby." <laughs> and that's the end of the movie. It's so good. I see you did the dubbing for that film. <laughs> I did. I did. It was yeah. good work. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's just a little tired. And in know? this, she does. There is that birthing scene. I did appreciate that at least she gave birth to like a calamari eggplant baby, um, <laughs> which then later it was like it was like the show she gave birth to a thing like the yeah, thing. yeah yeah. And then there was that. That yeah. was that. But that was not the same thing as the weird mandrake stump. As what was. As the, the baked potatoes. Yeah, baked potatoes. It was like. And then when she was like, she was laying in bed, like for the, I guess for the, basically the rape scene or whatever, where she's like in bed and then you hear. And it's like, oh God, something's coming. It's so oh, scary. Yeah, yeah. And then it's, it's baked potato Satan sidles up to the bed. <laughs> oh yeah. And it goes, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then he comes in it's like, what is and he's that? Just like, Hello, my lady. Hello, my honey. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, oh, that was a misstep. The movie definitely has some missteps. Like as much as. I Oh like yeah. It, there's, there's still some moments where it's like, oh, Rob. Oh, oh my! Yeah, it gets a little at the end. It's kind of like, well, do you like? Oh, like? Do you uh, mean like the last ten minutes when it turns into like that '90s Swedish heavy metal screensaver? Like, <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna do Dragon the Pot too. I, I love that portion, but I also, as I watch it, I'm like, yeah, this is really too much. <laughs> but, but yeah. I truly love yeah. it because it is so bananas. <laughs> It's pretty. Well, he's, he's literally yeah. like, I want, I want like a screensaver in an IKEA, but from hell, <laughs> with like these <laughs> masturbating priest guys and a goat. Yeah. And I want her to whip her dreadlocks around. <laughs> like, what? yeah. Oh my god, those dreadlocks. What is happening? Those the white, the I white mean... dreads. I mean, I like to think that's why the witches had to had to take her out. <laughs> you know. Yeah, she moved in, and they were like, mm. <laughs> "No, no, no, no! It's going to bring down the value of the whole property." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did no one else live there? No one else lived there. No. Okay. 
Because they said the one at the end of the hall was empty, and that was where all the satanic shit went down. But then there were also other apartments. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. For all we know, the set was like a hallway and uh, a true. radio studio, and then like her her house with her her like I don't know, her IKEA hot topic gone wrong, but like in a in a nice way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just not practical <clears throat> at all. No, no. Not at all. No. What was your, yeah. what would you say your favorite part of Lords of Salem was? Oh, anything with Meg Foster. Oh, God, sure. yeah. Like, I just, her voice just killed oh. me. The scene, like, the scene where they all got burned and she was just laughing. Oh, yeah. She was amazing. And that scene was really rough. Like, it was really she, rough. Yeah, yeah, she was so amazing in that. Um, yeah, yeah, it was really. I really liked all that. I actually I liked the the shot of Sherry Moon at the end, the Beyond esque uh, with where her eyes were with all Nico white. playing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was pretty. That cool. was a great ending. It's so funny because usually I would be so I, I I'm typically so furious anytime a movie ends with like and now everyone dies or she's dead or but I. I get the sense that she's not totally dead or that she is kind of transformed into something else. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then you hear, <clears throat> I would in hope the credits so. you hear about like, there's like the news reports about like these women all vanishing and then mysterious murders and like all that stuff. So I'm like, yeah. Oh, here's you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think the whole time I was probably, that's the thing with witch movies is I'm like always rooting for the Yeah, witch. 100%. So, have you ever so, seen you know, Superstition, um, speaking of? Yes. Oh. I love Superstition. It it's is so good. <laughs> thank you for being the only person I know that's seen that movie. Um, it is so good. And just like every, any, that's why I, I think this Meg Foster's character exists like in perfect parallel to the witch in Superstition. Because like anytime they flash, they yeah. flash back to her and she's being tortured and she's just like, suck my dick. Like, <laughs> so good. Yeah, yeah. That's all I want is like an angry witch. Yeah, I'm good. who's just got vile things to say. Yeah, vile, vile language. <clears throat> um, One might say what was a that? nasty was... woman. Oh, yeah. oh, keeping it. Yeah. Political. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Before it became a hashtag. Oh, there was something it... else. Oh, yeah. Well, oh. I asked. Oh, I was I was thinking in the film though. It's interesting. Like I thought the little music clip, like okay for people who haven't seen it, I guess there's probably people who haven't seen it. <gasps> the uh, the lords, yeah, getting contact. Heidi, who is Sherry Moon Zombie's character, is a like a DJ, and they send her a record, and it's got this clip of music that kind of hypnotizes her and hypnotizes all the women who hear it. And that's how the witches get in your head. Mm-hmm. And I just thought to myself, how much, like, the fact that they sent a record, <laughs> like, and they actually called themselves the Lords on, like, it's so stupid. <laughs> and yet it worked for me. Like, it's so, it's so stupid. Like, they had one record made, which must have cost a lot of money. I know, and they probably had to do it online. And I feel like that record probably got printed <laughs> in China. And it's like, do they have a credit card? Like, <laughs> Right. Just put yeah. it. Just charge it to the yeah, Lord. Put it on the coven's black card. Like, do th- yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's like they send out one record in this elaborate. Yeah, it's box, like a fancy wood like, box or something. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I'm, I was like on board because I was like, oh, this is like 80s, you know, satanic record kind right. of bullshit. Like, so I was into it, but then I had like an out of body experience and I was like, this is the <laughs> thing I've ever seen. That's oh, like uh, Stacy Stacy's id watches from afar in horror as your body just enjoys every second of what's happening. <laughs> yeah, she's like, why are you enjoying this? This is so stupid. I... They called themselves the Lords. Like, why didn't the and Lords. then the Lords and then the Lords give a concert? And it's like, what did they rent out that theater? <laughs> and they actually like had backlighting. And those bitches came out. And it's like, did they have like a dress rehearsal? Like, did they rehearse this and be like, okay, so what we're gonna do, D. Wallace, you're gonna stand on the stage left, <laughs> and then I'm gonna stand stage right, and then we'll all come out together. And it's like. I places just, everyone places so make sure you places, have your places. cloak do not forget your cloak <laughs> it's like it was so stupid but i was but it works it. if for some reason it works my heart. and i actually do think i th- do think there's something really fascinating um by the song and the idea of this like trigger like that there yes. there is there's something yeah. in the music that triggers that latent witch inside like every woman in salem and i yeah i i love i love that concept so much like that just based on the amount of times that i have been playing the the new share abba singles (laughs) (laughs) i am convinced that she has built a similar trigger into those so all the queers will like rise up and like destroy the government is just my thought. Yeah, okay. it's just my thought. Um, but now more than now, ever, we now more it. than ever. I just yeah, I really I love that idea of this of that trigger that just activates the the potential witch um, in women, yeah. and it's just like as silly as it's delivered, it's like actually just a really cool idea. <laughs> and like, yeah. Yeah, and I I really loved the little sound clip itself oh, yeah. too. Like I thought it was you know, it was spooky for what it was. But I was I just I just thought well I mean I guess it was kind of like a I I feel like you could see Rob Zombie figuring out all the problems. Oh, you know what I 100%. mean? Like okay, like so okay so they're gonna send her the record and she's gonna listen and things are gonna get crazy. Okay, but then we're gonna have the witch expert, the Bruce Davison. He's gonna be the witch expert. <laughs> And how is he going to know to research this? How's he going to know, like, where to go? Hmm. I guess they'll have to call themselves the Lords. <laughs> like, that's the only reason why. It should have just been unlabeled. And he also needs a Maria Conchita Alonso to help guide him towards the- Don't we all? <laughs> just smoking in her bathtub. like. <laughs> yeah, just getting a high and, like, it's painting. It's amazing. Yeah. It's some it, yeah, yeah, and despite all of that, somehow it really just comes together solidly. Like, I don't know yeah. if it's because it's... it was so micro budget. Like, you know, tip it before Rob Zombie had been it was working with Universal, or then working with the with uh, the Weinstein's, or um, yeah, with this one it was Bloomhouse, and I think it was like I think they only had like a couple thousand dollars. Um, and so I think this was the movie he had the most freedom with, which is like, oh, well, maybe he actually does work best in that kind of environment. I don't know. I think probably yeah. most people yeah. do. So, but it's I like, think. I mean, like, it seems like, but, I don't know, in terms of critical response, like everyone really loves The Devil's Rejects, but I think this one is really his, where he, where he 
This one is so much better. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, I putting those two movies against each other, I think it's just kind of like, well, what do you prefer? Yeah. Yeah. Like. Clearly, you and I are like, I want pissed off, naked women, crazy, like, witches to kill you. And everybody else is like, I want kind of cool guys in a wise ass Charles Manson and Tootie fucking Fruity. Charles, yeah, Charles Manson. Yeah. Like, okay. I I just think it's two different crowds. Although, I would like to see an overlap between Devil's Rejects and Lords of Salem where the the lady from like one of the one of the sex workers from the bordello like she was the character in devil's rejects that's just like sassing everyone she's like what everyone wants to fuck princess leia like i i would love to see to see her show up in lords of salem also just drop a couple characters in rob right yeah that'd be fine yeah, good times I'd be all right with that so I don't know. I don't know if this has put me in his like if this has put in your him, good I graces say, in my good graces enough. Yeah, enough. I don't know. I mean, it depends on. I maybe I'd have to let you be my buff. How can I am like how I am terrible at? <laughs> Not that you can be. Yeah, you can't be trusted. But you did say thirty one. Thirty one is legit so. awful. But like, yeah, yeah. House of Thousand Corpses. I just think it's silly. Devil's Rejects. I love aspects i love um leslie easterbrook so much in the karen black role um yeah yeah the halloweens and eh, halloween 2 i love but yeah the other one 31 terrible lords of salem best movie ever made perhaps <laughs> it's possible <laughs> it's possible god his halloween it was so yeah funny. it was pretty bad yeah. i i do i i was and i was teasing you about this well not teasing you but he teased us on instagram with uh he posted that last shot of lords of salem and in he being the the proverbial he rob robert zombie um he posted an (laughs) image of sherry moon at the very end of the movie when she's got that beyond like virgin mary by way of nico look and and he said i wonder what happens next and it's like is he thinking is he thinking something? And do I want him to make a sequel? Because on one hand, I would love to see the continued adventures of Book Club, but <laughs> the <laughs> sisterhood of the the traveling record. But what's he gonna do? Yeah, but on the other do? hand, it's like just don't fuck it up because I've seen you fuck up many other movies <laughs> in a plethora That's of ways. True. But I'm like, but if you got that cast back, if it was Patricia Quinn and Judy Geeson and uh d wallace and meg foster like <laughs> yeah yeah i'd be on board with that but if it was like let's highlight sid haig and bill mosley nope. this time i'd be nope. like uh not here for no. it now nah. i didn't even realize sid haig was in, in it. it him and michael barryman oh, are just in, the two the guys flashbacks. who like yeah yeah apparently um that whole sequence was like a way bigger portion of the movie and Uh, yeah it doesn't need to be like we don't no one ever needs to see like the old witch trials ever again um and yeah unless it's (laughs) the kirstie alley tv movie (laughs) you mean the poor man's i absolutely do and (laughs) and like um uh, i guess they had to cut it a lot of it because like richard lynch played the like this Puritan Puritan dude who's like investigate like Jonathan what's his name I can't remember his name but um yeah. then he died while they were filming it I think 
So then it like all yeah. those scenes like fell apart and they had to do reshoots and everything. But yeah. So there was like, there's so many things where there's so many of his classic cast members or like Barbara Crampton and Lisa Marie, but then like for whatever reason, their stuff just got cut. Um, yeah. But yeah, I always forget Sid Haig was in. That's so funny. Yeah. I mean, I was kind of happy. Like I like Sid Haig. He's fine, but yeah, he's fine. I, you know. He would have yeah, been extreme. Nobody yeah. needs him in a movie that's truly about the ladies. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, I love Ken Faree, like yeah. you said, but that's what yeah, we got. That's all know. I need of him. Yeah. You'll have your time to yeah. shine, And sir. in the meantime, Patricia Quinn has to answer a telephone. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love her. Uh, so oh, the Lord's. Oh, good. Yeah, I was shocked, but there's a first time. For Were you thing, shook? I, I was now, shook. Now, here's the question. Would you stan it? Um. Well, seen as how it was literal fire. Yeah. <laughs> Is it so lit? <laughs> it was on fleek. I, oh, wow. You're yeah. just taking, <laughs> taking it there. Talk to the hand. <laughs> thank you for thank you for then regressing to 1996 23 skidoo i'm going way back cool beans oh my god i'm going way back so the other uh love it or not love it mind fuck movie of this week uh, was mandy that we both another saw. metal metal-esque satanic adjacent oh, flick yeah what do you think of mandy I loved it. Yeah. I can see why people would not love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. It, uh, for those of you, would you want, you can, I explained Lords of Salem. You can explain Mandy. <laughs> can you explain Mandy? I was really high when I saw Mandy because weed, <laughs> weed is legal in Oregon and I had a nice juice and, oh, there and you I, go. I went in, I sat down, the movie started and everything went, yeah, (laughs) Um, literally. Yeah. So Mandy is like, uh, from my experience, 18 hours of, (laughs) (laughs) of Nicolas Cage in a red filter, um, with an amazing death metal axe, battle axe. Oh my God. Like hunting down this like gross, super weird, weirdly diverse in, in type, um, cult that kind of reminded me of like the, like I, I eat your skin. I drink your blood cult. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, in like a kind of satanic panic, heavy metal throwback revenge fantasy horror mind fuck <laughs> like a sci-fi it's yeah. like it, it's yeah they, he's hunting them down because they killed his girlfriend wife yes you know, his partner lady his, his partner lady lady partner who, who might be like an artist for heavy metal and then also shows up in like metalocalypse cartoon dream sequences yeah yeah it's it's crazy it's like okay did you ever see drive angry Oh, I, I love lo- Drive Angry. I love Drive Angry. To me, uh, Mandy was like Drive Angry's older, heavy metal, sci-fi, vaguely satanic, burnout older sibling. Yeah, like the like the like like the the artful sister who went to Wellesley, but yeah. um, but like she's seen some shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, she wears yeah. a jean jacket. Oh, yeah. she does. 
every now and then she busts out the fringe vest. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it is very uh, ponderous. It is. It is. Shots yeah. are long. Scenes are long. Oh. It, it takes, it's languorous. It I'm takes telling its you, time. It was a 29-hour film. And... It feels like it. It really does. <laughs> the beginning, especially before shit starts to happen, it is very dreamlike. Oh, yeah. Shots go on. There are long silences. It's not a movie to see when you're not on the right wavelength for it. So much slow motion. So yeah. much slow motion. Yeah. I, here's the thing. I do have to see it again because uh, the more I think back on it, the, like last night I was like, oh my God, why was that so long? Was my gut response. But <laughs> the more I think back on it, the more I really loved a lot of the things that happened. And yeah. I mean, the visuals and the aesthetic are so solid. Like it, it's, it, it was like kind of like the neon demon sort of aesthetic or like uh -huh. Ni the Nicholas whining ref aesthetic, but like if it had some investment in the story yeah. <laughs> and like something to say, yeah. um, which was, just, which was once, definitely welcome. Once he goes on his quest for revenge, it just gets crazy violent. Oh, like, and it's great. Crazy violent. And it's so good. I, I will say I do wish, uh, the cultist put up a little bit more of a fight. Mm, um, yeah because it seemed like they all just kind of were like oh well you know what happens when nicholas cage walks up to you with the battle axe yeah <laughs> but then we did have the chainsaw fight the chainsaw fight was pretty good yeah it was pretty good that you was know great. what here's this now this is just me this is just my eyeballs but oh, watching yeah. it watching it i did think to myself imagine a world where this movie was about a gay couple <gasps> if it was two women or two men i would love that think about if it was just the same thing the same exact thing everything played out except it was a gay couple and imagine how much more impact his little the preacher's speech at the end about how you're uh, an abomination you're uh, you have the sin in you you're an abomination and i can show you the way to salvation all that would have had so much more impact because it would have like meant something really see now beyond my attention span and my own problems with my own attention span and when I, what I do to augment my attention span, um, besides those issues, the only thing that I actually didn't like about the movie, and this could just be my own projecting, but like I did feel like there was some weird like kind of uh, queer other weird representation happening with the cultist, like with the leader yeah and like there was like there was some kind of weird relationship between him and that other older guy that he like handed his like penis flute to or whatever yeah his like number one henchman yeah i thought that they yeah. were gonna like i thought they were gonna kiss at one point yeah, yeah yeah and then at the end when he was like i'll suck your dick and like stuff like that i i felt like it was definitely like oh here's this dude whose heterosexuality and his like heteronormative life has been destroyed by these weirdos and now he's going to go murder them all. Um, right. I kind of felt like that was sort of built into the subtext yeah. of those characters a little bit. So that kind of yeah. bothered me. No, because the one with the mullet, too, the like weird one with the mullet definitely seemed a little like he and the the heavy oh, one yeah, that yeah, got yeah, killed. Yeah. They seemed like they had a little something going on. Yeah, the one. Yeah, the one that they like sacrifice. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 No, I think that's, that's a totally valid way to read it for sure. Yeah, that, and that felt was weird me. To that me. was like I was definitely like like I loved watching Nick Cage go crazy, but I was like another 
yet another instance of like the woman dying to give the man motivation <laughs> yeah i was really i i really was hoping um that at the end she would like show up and she's like oh i'm fine what 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 did you do why why are you covered in blood <laughs> like yeah because <laughs> yeah. we never see that she was in the burning bag or whatever <laughs> like, yeah well you see her skull later but yeah, i guess you how, don't know you don't know did if he do her, forensic testing did he call this is true. <laughs> like, <laughs> was there t- forensic files <laughs> yeah which is what I do first before I go on my rampage of revenge. Oh yeah, one eight hundred forensic files, and you get them yeah. over. They film I, an episode. You wait six to eight months to watch the episode, and you find out. And then you go on and your rollicking you rampage. Go. Yeah, but I just I don't know. It just as much as I really really enjoyed it, I did have that sort of. And I'm not I'm not being all like. I don't know. I mean, I do think everything should be gay and everything should, you know, like I it should be. Thank you. Think, like, but I do. I watching it. I was like, this would be really interesting, even if it was just flipped. Because when they yes. captured when they captured Mandy and the woman said, oh, don't worry about your husband. He'll be fine as long as you play nice. I was like, <laughs> what if she she clearly didn't. <laughs> she didn't play nice. So what if then they killed the husband? And then what if Mandy's the one who goes on this journey? Of revenge? See that. OK. And she gets to fulfill her sci fi book cover fantasy with her fucking battle axe. As I was sitting in the theater and as I was like thinking about how long the scene was going on, I, <laughs> I, I de- while, while also being like, that's a beautiful shade of red. I also was, <laughs> I, I found myself thinking the same thought where I was like, am I having trouble really getting sucked into this because it's a story about a dude? And I yeah. don't, I intrinsically just do not care <laughs> about stories about yeah. men. Yeah. No, I know exactly. And it just, it was the same thing. It was like a rape revenge movie. It was like, all right, so you got to sit through all the rape. This was like, it was really fun. And I really had a good time and I really, really enjoyed it for sure. But at the same time, it's your standard, like it's, it's death wish. Oh yeah. It's been made a thousand times. It's been made a thousand times. Never quite like this. Yeah. Every, every element of the story exists in some other satanic panic or other genre film. Yeah, um, but it's like all it takes is that one tiny thought to enter someone's head and be like, "What if I? F- what if I gender flipped this? What if I made them a same gender couple? What you know? Like that's all it takes to like make something yeah. newer out of something older." Oh man, now I'm see. I'm still gonna go and rewatch it, and I'm probably gonna love it after I've had some drinks instead of some drinks of weed. <laughs> Nothing that'll uh, tire you out. Yeah, nothing that will tire me out. Uh, And I'm pretty sure I'm going to love it again. But I, yeah, I mean, I'm going to be thinking the whole time about how awesome it would be if the movie actually followed a woman named Mandy. Yeah. That would be amazing. I will say the true star of the movie and my absolute favorite part that I want to see a spinoff. I want to see a theme park. (laughs) I want to see a 12 part BBC miniseries and a podcast is Cheddar Goblin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cheddar Goblin Cheddar is... Goblin. There was a commercial for a fake macaroni and cheese called Cheddar Goblin, and it was <laughs> so good. It is the best part of the movie. Yeah. Besides, actually, and Nicolas Cage truly is fantastic in this movie. Like, Yeah. 
<laughs> he's just off the rails. The scene where he's in the bathroom and he keeps pouring the vodka on himself and drinking it and screaming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is so good. Yeah. It's so good. But like so also, good. who's the one cultist he did not kill is like the pretty young girl. Oh, no, that's what I said after the movie. I was like, wait, what happened to her? Like, did yeah. <laughs> he just let her go, I think. Yeah. Our friend Katie was like, she's just still standing there crying forever. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know what to do. And yeah. then, like, I don't, she didn't even have any lines, I don't think. Yeah. And that, that was, that was the thing where once again, I was like, I'm watching a movie made by a straight guy. Mm-hmm. Um, who clearly is like paying homage to the themes and the kind of stuff that he wanted to see in movies growing up. And I respect him putting this together, but I cannot relate. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It just, it, I don't know. It's hard to, I mean, like I said, I did really have a great time. It was very cathartic. I do need, as I said earlier, like that's, I love some catharsis now. You know? Oh yeah! So it was very satisfying on that level. I love the aesthetics. I love the like '80s heavy metal feel, all of that. But I had those troublesome thoughts. Yeah, but it's and hard. It's hard not to have those thoughts like all the time. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah i i will i I look forward to watching it again, and then I look forward to a much faster paced movie just full of heavy metal and full of like valkyrie women just chopping up people everywhere (laughs) (laughs) imagine also with a red filter (laughs) yeah (laughs) well i mean it'd be like you know in lords of salem if if the uh, if the other dj guy that heidi kind of liked if he had saved the day you know what i mean like oh yeah then the whole movie would be useless yeah like just just take that one extra second like maybe these people don't know anybody who's not just like them so there's nobody saying hey what if you tried it this way yeah yeah yeah. you know <laughs> i mean what would what would the alien franchise be if the ripley character had stayed male right you know? yeah like, no one well well i'll tell you this i wouldn't have had to sit through alien covenant if, <laughs> <laughs> if that was the case well that's true so maybe it's a curse more than a blessing <laughs> But it's like, sometimes it just takes that one little thing of like, let's flip the script, you know? Yeah, yeah. And bravo to those people making those choices, I say. Bravo. Bravo to the Meg Fosters of the Cagney world. Exactly. <laughs> Be aggressive. <laughs> Be a Meg. Be perceived as a lesbian. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> her, eyes are, her eyes are glowing and I think she's gay. <laughs> <laughs> Meg Foster reigns terror on the United States. 1980 is horrified. CBS cries, cancel, cancel. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We could be so lucky if a lesbian glowing-eyed Meg Foster just reigned terror upon all of us. See, and that's Mandy, too. That's... Mandy, the Mandy Lords of Salem crossover sequel. Oh my God! Don't tease me. Where it's what's Meg Murray or Meg Muckleby? I can't remember her name in Lords of Salem. <laughs> Meg Muckleby. Meg Ma- Muckleby. Malone. Ma- Ma- Mary Mama Malone. <laughs> Megan Markle just <laughs> killing 
everyone with her glowing eyes. Maybe it's a buddy cop film at the same time. I'm who am I to say? I'm not the I'm not the writer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Like, oh. as much as I loved watching Nick Cage go off, it was like, I would love to see a woman making that battle axe. Oh, hell yeah. So, what would, in in lieu of today's satanic-adjacent women-ish films, <laughs> films that have women in them to some degree with Mandy, um, what would be some satanic recommendations from you, Stacey, for our, our dear... Viewer, oh gosh! The people who view this with their ears. <laughs> uh, I well, superstition, like you mentioned already. Absolutely. Is, I don't think a lot of people have seen it. No, um, and everyone like I had to buy my DVD on Amazon for like thirty dollars. Like it's one of those. Yeah, um, I had a, a friend uh, dubbed like made a copy for me. Well, you're smarter than I am. Um, but <laughs> it is a yeah. great movie. Yeah. It's really mean spirited. It's got everything. It's got haunted houses, cussing witches, uh, Bigfoot, ghost witch, demons. God, what more do you need? <laughs> heads in microwaves, like heads of the head. I mean, it starts off with a head in a microwave, so you know you're in for a good time. It is, I think, especially at the Halloween season. It is a perfect movie. Yeah, it's even a little scary. Yeah, oh, like, there's so some good. scary stuff in there. Um, gosh. See, t- the, the problem for me is there just isn't enough. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there always That's always there. my... It's like, for the longest time, I kind of had to make do with Drag Me to Hell, which I loved. Oh, it's but I was great. Like, it's, I was like, that's close enough to a witch movie for me. Witches have, are a little more in vogue now, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely the more recent stuff, like, since The Witch and Lords of Sand, where we're really getting the material that we've deserved our whole lifetime. Yeah. I do love The Witch. Oh, so good. I do love it. Yeah, for I me, it'd be, it would be those movies. Um, yeah, de- definitely Superstition and the Witch. Um, and then this one is only vaguely satanic feminist, but uh, there's a little Polish killer mermaid stripper musical. <laughs> oh, The Lure? The Lure, which is one of my... I'm, oh, I'm it is one of my very favorite movies. It is full of gay shit. Um, and it's just, it's, it's another wonderful mermaid who just loves to feast on men. And yeah, it is a great, great movie. I mean, the movie has got way more than just that, but it's kind of got that vibe where it's like, oh no, something, something that I really don't want to happen is going to happen. And it kind of does, but it, it shows, it shows the two possible paths of the little mermaid where you can either be the little mermaid and everything (laughs) sucks or he can be the badass, like, lesbian mermaid who eats people. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, big I, fan. I'm going to have to check that out, finally. Yeah, I say go I say go for it. It's, oh, it is just so bananas. It's my favorite. I love it. Huh. There is, oh, there is also a Bay Cove. Bay made Cove? Made for television. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not witchy so much as it is satanic. So it's a Cove with Beyonce? Well, it used to be, it was originally called Bay Coven. Oh! Oh, is there a scene where they find a sign and they're they're like, there's an inn! <laughs> it's like Motel Hell. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I guess it's like, it's witchy, but it's a made-for-TV movie from the 80s. 
Oh, I need to see this. Yeah, with Pamela Sue Martin in it. And she moves. It's one of those like, oh, I want to get out of the city. The hustle and the bustle is really getting me down. Let's move to Bay Cove. This house is so cheap. Why is this house so cheap? And all their neighbors are like satanic witches. Oh, yes. And it's got like Barbara Berry's or Barbara Billingsley is in it. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's it's fun. And what's her face? Uh Oh, Susan Rattan is in it from uh, L.A. Law. Oh, wow. And the woman who played uh, Inga on Benson back in the day. Uh, um, thank you for a Benson reference. <laughs> yeah. I can absolutely guarantee you we're the only queer horror podcast with a Benson reference. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it'll become a subgenre. But... I, I, I mean, that's the next podcast genre, really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, clearly it's got a killer cast. Oh, um, yeah. You know. It's so, Bay Cove. Martin. Bay Cove. Check I'm it out. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it out. I bet it's, I'm sure it's on YouTube. And basically anything that's going to have Barbara Billingsley in a black hooded robe, I'm like, sign me up. Here for I'm it. Good. I'm here for it. That's all it takes. That's all. I'm really, sometimes I'm, I'm difficult and I'm like, Mandy should have been this. This should have been that. And sometimes I'm like, I'm good. Put that black robe on. I'm good. That's all I need. <laughs> Not always so hard to please. Sometimes all it takes is Barbara Billingsley in a black cloak. You know? I love it. <laughs> and Pamela Sue Martin with a perm. I mean, there's nothing really left in this world <laughs> of any importance. <laughs> Why'd we even, why'd we spend this whole time talking about Lords of Salem? We should have been talking about Bay Cove. We should have been talking about perms. <laughs> <laughs> My God, can I tell you, I got, I had a perm once. Did you really? 10th grade. Shut it was, up. It was so, it was as <laughs> ill-advised as you can imagine. I deserve every note of that laughter. I deserve it. I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know what I was thinking. I honestly don't because I went from in eighth grade, I had like a, it was like a vaguely, it was like a mohawk, but also a mullet. Oh, yeah. You know, and I thought I was really cool. And then two years later, I'm like, I want a perm. My God, the second it was done, I knew I regretted it. You could feel your body rejecting it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, why? Why? All my hair follicles cried out in pain and were silenced. (laughs) Thank you for for the perm of Alderaan. Um, I... I can I can only yeah. relate in that in eighth grade I had like the or seventh grade I got like the bleached frosted tips and then Ooh, also yeah. combined that with the George Clooney cut. Oh, um, um, I mean every uh, yeah I know so many people who did that. It was an atrocity, Stacy. Like it was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was an atrocity. But I I I I feel like I long. I long for a perm now. Maybe I'll get a perm. Do it. <laughs> Maybe Go Ogilvy. Do a home perm <laughs> by Ogilvy. Yeah, I just, you know what happened was I a friend had some curls that I liked, but I think she just used a curling iron one day. And instead of asking, I was like, she must have got a perm. And then the next time, <laughs> how else could you get curls? 
thing you know, there I am at my mom's beauty parlor. Not, it wasn't her beauty parlor. Like she wasn't like, you know, the owner. It was just where she went. I went to my mom's hairdresser and was like, give <laughs> me a perm. Thank you for clearing that up, though, because I did have some yeah. fact-checking <laughs> fact questions. <laughs> so, well, I will direct you to Snopes.com. Does Stacey Ponder's mother own a beauty salon? <laughs> no. False. I do. I do have to say, I really want to see a horror short called Home Perm, though. I, I feel <laughs> yeah. like... I feel like that would really just speak to the the populace and to it me. It really would. I mean, there's the we. What's the? There's a couple of Asian horror movies that are like about wigs and yeah. There's the wig and, and yeah, the wig and and the weavening or the whatever. Weave, the weavening. <laughs> <laughs> weavening heights. <laughs> it takes place in the past. The salon, the salon horror genre is truly neglected. <laughs> yeah, there I, is a short film on um, Shutter right now called The Stylist. Oh, Have you seen that? No, I haven't seen it. It's a short film. It stars the woman who was in uh, Contracted. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which I did not like. Yeah, but I thought she was really good. She's a pretty good actress. Yeah, and it's just a short film, and it's like the stylist like cuts off people's scalps and wears them. Oh my <laughs> god! Yeah, I know some drag queens that do that. That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So if you have Shutter, check it out. Shutter is delicious. I highly recommend it. Yeah, it's even, good. that's that's where I watched Lords of Salem. Even if they don't have an app, and you have to watch it through Amazon on PlayStation, is all I'm gonna say. Oh, yeah. Well, they have an app on the Xbox. What? Yeah. But they don't on the PlayStation. I know. And they're, they're, but the app is horrible. The app is horrible. Their website is horrible. Like, it's just, maybe I'm just really accustomed to Netflix, but it's really not laid out very well. Oh, it's every, every streaming service besides Netflix is garbage in terms of the interface. Yeah. It's so hard. Yeah. 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 Um, and I've started complaining about app interfaces. <laughs> so. Yeah, here we are. This is where we are. Welcome to the Gaylord Elders of Darkness. Today we're going to talk news. about unsuccessful search bars. Yes, and I had a Werther's original that was too hard. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Let me, have I told you about my perm? Oh, was it a home perm? <laughs> I wish... I wish it was. Well, <laughs> to the buffet. <laughs> wow, for a haunted tome made out of skin, it's so loosely structured, yet informative. I know, right? Is it over? It's glowing and spinning on its own, so I'm gonna guess yes. Ah, oh, oh my god! god. Oh, oh my god. god! Tune in next time for more Gaylords of Darkness!